You're listening to Real Talk with MBK, a podcast designed to raise emotional and relational consciousness. I'm your host, Mary Beth Konis. Real Talk with MBK will regularly cover sensitive topics, so this podcast is for adults only and may contain adult language. Also, Real Talk with MBK is not offering any psychiatric or medical diagnoses. We're here to open up conversation about the beautiful, gritty experience of being human. So if you're ready to awaken your mind and ignite a more creative approach to your life, you're in the right place, and welcome. You are in the right place, and welcome. Welcome back, and welcome all my new peoples and listeners. I really appreciate you being here. I'm honored to have your time and your mental space for a little bit. Um, I've been away. My apologies for not posting regularly in the new year, Um, but I'm working on lots of stuff, so hopefully you're getting all the impact of what's going on in my brain via my social media, and um, I have a free Facebook group that's been going strong and super fun. And writing and other things. So um, stay posted. Follow me on social media to keep up with all the action. Um, You guys, I've been having a lot of conversations recently about this topic. And it's the common thread in everything that I think about and do. Because it really is the that critical changing point for my life, that crossroads that I got to um, post-abusive marriage and (laughs) pre-consciousness, I had a decision to make. Was I going to choose to be authentic this time around? I felt like I had a second chance after I left my marriage um, to choose what kind of person I wanted to be. So this was the choice the universe, the question of my soul that was being asked of me was, will you choose you? Will you be authentic this time? And I've learned so many things about authenticity since then that I'd like to just share a few. First and foremost, Everyone's authentic is different, okay? So your truth, just like your truth, lies inside of who you are as a person, um, and that's different for everyone. So is what's authentic for you. Your experience of the world, um, your past, the way you grew up, all your first family, your original family, and all the choices you've made along the way, the way your brain processes information, your input and output, um, your personality, your likes and dislikes, like all of this goes into what is authentic for you. So it's important to start this conversation off just knowing everyone's going to be different and that is beautiful and precious and sacred. So we're not using this as a platform to judge other people's, well, they're not being real or they're not. Okay, we're not doing that. We are just really learning to be aware and recognize what is authentic for us because here's the next point. 
It is so easy to get lost in conditioning, whether that's in a faith-based organization or just a family system of, you know, maybe they're big-time sports fans and that's what we all do and that's what it means, or maybe it's the patriarchal patterns of our Western world that's like, this is what a man should be and women should be like this and all of that bullshit. Um, It's so easy to have those things truly weave every core belief about ourselves and the world and partnership and what family should look like and what job should look like and all of that. So um, we just need to be super aware of what is influencing our minds and our choices. Authenticity requires honesty, like brutal honesty. Because here's the thing, if you're lying to yourself and you're pretending what's real isn't real, just so you can maintain a sense of belonging in your relationship or in your family or in your workplace or your church or wherever, whatever circle you are wanting to identify with and belong in, if that comes at the cost of what's truly being experienced by you and what's honest, what's an honest um, truth for you, then what happens is a shit spiral. What happens is you begin to whittle away at your sense of self, your self-worth and your confidence and um, your sense of well-being. And when you do that enough, which you have like a million opportunities a day to choose yourself or to abandon yourself. And the more you abandon yourself, the more anxiety you will have the less sleep you will have, the more restless you will become, the more unsatisfied you will be, the more confused you'll be. You'll have a whole hell of a lot of questions about what the fuck am I doing with my life? Who the hell am I? Why in the hell am I in this situation type of thing? Okay. How did I get here? Those type of questions. Um, Or questions like, what should I do? I don't know. Both seem right. Both seem wrong. I don't, I can't decide this way or that way. Um, That push and pull confusion is um, a red flag that somewhere close to this path you have self-abandoned. So those opportunities, those confusing, quote unquote, I'm air quoting here, opportunities um, come as um, areas for you to choose you or not. And it's, you know, whether you believe that it's God or some supernatural force presenting this to you or the universe or whatever, it is just your life path, right? Your life path is asking you, what are you going to do this time? What are you going to do this time? Here's a really big opportunity to choose you. Are you going to do it? And the more you self-abandon, the more you choose belonging or the result. So like the marriage, Uh, or the construct of keeping this relationship together, or the career. This is what I always thought I should do and hope to do and work to do, so I have to stay here. Or the religion. This is what I know. This is what I believe. 
So I have to do whatever it takes to stay in this idea or thinking or group. Um, when you do that at the cost of being true to yourself long enough, you make that choice over and over. I choose the system. I choose the idea, um, over what's inside and what feels honest to me. You will lose yourself. You will feel like a stranger in your own skin and you become an unpredictable and unreliable person in the world as far as it's difficult to count on someone who doesn't know who they are. It's difficult to trust someone who can't trust themselves enough to speak their truth. Um, So this is like getting really deep really fast, but authenticity is that way. So if you're listening to this, I applaud you for being here. And I think there's a lot of gold here. So take what's for you this time around and leave the rest to the, some, someone else who's listening and needs to hear that part. Um, we like to just look at the symptoms of self-abandoning. Okay, so self-abandoning is the opposite of authenticity, right? So anxiety, we like to look at how anxious we are or the anxiety problems we have um, over the years and in that certain time or whatever. I was so anxious back then, whatever. Or uh, the resentment, like I'm so angry at this person for being this way, behaving this way, acting this way towards me, saying those things that's, or disappointing me in this way. Um, so resentment's another symptom. And, and then just that perpetual feeling of being invisible. Like, I don't really know if I even exist to this person or in the world or whatever. Those three uh, symptoms are huge flags that you somewhere lo- close by you have been self-abandoning. So is that bad? Should you shame yourself for that? No, you really shouldn't because what's awesome is you're, if you're seeing and feeling those symptoms, that is your call. That is your call to um, expand and grow and it's an invitation to move into a different space of seeing yourself and a perspective of um, where you're at right now in life. So the first step is to get honest about that. Get honest about the situation that you're in today, the reality of who you are today. All right. So I'm going to take you back to the last time I was just morbidly inauthentic. All right. Let me take you back to the first time I realized I was super disconnected from myself. And that was as I was coming out of my uh, marriage. So we had just separated and I was like, how in the fuck balls did I get into this situation? Like, how did I get here? Because I had, it had just dawned on me that I was um, a victim of domestic abuse for the last 10 years. And I literally didn't have a clue before that. So as I was picking all of that apart, my life, myself, and my <laughs> ex-husband, and trying to point the finger on like, who did this to me and why? Why is life so cruel? Um, it took years for me to really realize and get to the bottom 
like abuse is abuse, right? I didn't cause that. That wasn't my fault. Um, but what was my responsibility in that situation was to stay true to myself, which I absolutely did not do. Um, pretty much ever. I was a huge self-abandoner and it, it played out in the form of codependency and, um, savior complex. I wanted to save my mentally ill husband and, um, you know, lots of different things played into why I self-abandoned. But the point is I did that. I chose that. That was all my choice. Um, and I had all the power to stop doing that at any moment. I just didn't have, honestly, I didn't have the tools to understand what was going on and to kind of have that laid out in front of me. Like you do have a choice. They're shitty choices. Sure. Right now, um, either stay with an abuser or break up your family and get a divorce. Like that's really, thanks for that choice universe. That's neat. Um, but once I chose me, that was the first choice I made for me. I said, I, and I really did it for my kids, but I was like, you know, a bonus to that choice. Um, and I knew that I was very aware that this was going to be good for me as well, uh, to leave the marriage. Wow. I got 50% of my self worth back in that instant. It was like, Oh, awesome. So then it was another three years or so before I really came full circle understanding what it meant to live authentically 100% of the time. And I know I've said this many times before on the podcast and just in all my work. Now I live where I get to just be me 100% of the time in every situation around every kind of person in all my work, in my writing, I don't have to put any sort of rep or mask forward. Uh, I don't have to have a presentation of what my life is. Um, and that has been work and a practice for me to build that kind of relationship and connection to myself, as well as um, I've proven to myself and played that out in so many different scenarios. And it takes a long time in order to build, um, a solid lifestyle around authenticity. But the exciting thing is, is it starts today, like in the right now. I mean, you get opportunity after opportunity, minute by minute. It comes like, will you choose you? Will you choose you? Will you choose you? And that is about your diet, about, um, your self care, about, um, using your voice, finding your truth, like literally understanding what is best for you and stop sacrificing yourself to um, accommodate others' needs over yours, things like that. You get to do that every day, all right? We get to do that at work and in our family and all kinds of stuff, and I get it. If you're taking care of kids, it's like, uh, their needs kind of come first or whatever. I do get that. Um However, it's a mindset. It's a mindset of, it's this little switch that happens and you go from providing for this person and putting their needs above my own helps me feel more solid in my identity. Okay, so it's feeding your ego in some way. It's making you feel that you are worthy, valuable, enough, whatever. 
That is different than loving your children well and your family well in this season or on this day as an extension and a testament of who you are and the role you're playing. All right. So it's not necessarily feeding who you are and telling you and answering that question for you. Oh, you are worthy of continuing to wake up and contribute to the world because these people depend on you. Oh, you do have value because little dependents, little humans are counting on you to feed them and all of that. That's different than waking up and knowing I get to be a mom or a dad or this person in the little human's lives because I chose this or I am choosing to do this today. And it seems like such a little difference. And if you're not jiving with me, I understand. I get it. There were many years where I did not differentiate those two ideas. But it's all about the motive of the heart. If you are answering your own questions of your heart, which are the core questions are like, am I enough? Am I worthy? Am I safe? Am I valuable? Do I matter? What's my purpose type of things? If you're answering those yourself, then nobody else has to. And everyone else in your life and proximity gets to show up just as who they are without contributing to your identity. If you're asking your kids to make you worthy of something good or give you value in your life, then you're giving your kids or whoever else you're asking, they come with an agenda and a job to do in order to relate with you. And that will always end up in disaster. The relationship will end up in disaster as well as your soul will end up anxious, resentful, or invisible. So wherever you are today, I want you to think about where you can be more authentic, where you can be more honest about today, where, how you're showing up today, who you're showing up as today, because there's no shame in where you're at in this moment. Um, it, if you're not where you want to be or you don't know how you got to where you are today, that's okay. Get honest about it because honesty that brutal honesty is what lays the foundation for you to grow and make choices that benefit your highest self. And you get to choose to be authentic once you've begun to be honest. If you're still pretending that the truth is not the truth and your reality is different, if you're presenting differently than what is true, then you can expect this to be an absolutely painful journey for you. And it won't happen. You won't be able to be authentic if you're still lying to yourself and presenting yourself falsely to the world. So only do this when you're ready. 
to really get honest because it's not easy. It's definitely not complicated, but it's not easy to get real about the shit that you've kind of been playing in. Um, but it can be done. And what comes on the other side of this choice to live authentically is joy and the ability to navigate life confidently. And this deep level of self-worth that's absolutely unshakable by any person, any circumstance, any situation, and dare I say, even tragedy, which is very close to my heart and I hate it. But still, there's no fear that I won't be able to recover or I can't handle it. Um, Once you're living authentically and you don't have to hide from the truth anymore or pretend you're something you're not, my God, every fiber of life changes. And your life literally becomes a playground. The world becomes this place where you just get to explore and be fully expressed. So in case you're wondering if it's even worth it, it is, but it doesn't mean it doesn't come at a cost. It will cost you. It will cost you the persona, the picture that you've painted, anything that's not real, deeply real and true for you. It's that's going to have to be cut out of your life. Um, and let me just tell you this, if you don't choose authenticity, I understand, I really do, but just for the record, people lose marriages over this choice, people lose relationships, the ones they love the most, they lose themselves, they lose everything, joy, confidence, pride, well-being, security, safety, uh, mental clarity, sleep. I mean, it to not choose authenticity also comes with a very, very high cost. Um, so it's up to you. I'm not trying to like back you into a corner and be like, well, if you don't choose authenticity, then you're going to be fucked. But the truth is, you're probably already getting really fucked. And life seems like it's just happening at your face and hitting you and punching you all the time. Um, And you can't understand why or get a grit of it. Well, then maybe consider a different option this time. Just try honesty. You don't have to actually say it out loud yet. Just practice saying it in your head what's true for you. Um, Start there. Start small. You don't have to like make any big declarations on social media or to your partner and be like, no, I'm honest and I fucking hate everything. It doesn't have to be dramatic. You can just say to yourself, you know what? I actually hate this or I'm not happy at my job or I don't feel fulfilled in this relationship or I wanted to be more at this point in my life. And that's really disappointing that I'm not. Okay. Those are super honest things. Start there and we'll keep building on this idea. Um, I hope that lands somewhere safe for you and we'll keep talking about this one. All right. See y'all next time. 
This conversation isn't just for me and you. It's for friends, family, colleagues, and our children. Please spread the enlightenment with your people. If you found this content to be helpful, be sure to leave a favorable review wherever you're listening from. And if today's real talk was really talking to you, send it to a loved one so they can join the conversation. Thank you again for listening and investing in the betterment of you and the world around you. Thank you.